What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's edition of 48 Minutes, brought to you by 48MinutesNetwork.com. I am Tim Daniel. Excited to be back here. A lot of fun for this show as Sean Mackey and I dive into the Charlotte Hornets so far. We dive into Markel Fultz, and of course, we bitch about the Chicago Bulls. But hey, we're excited about this. I know next week's going to be a lot of fun with some shows we have coming up for you, some special edition shows while we take the Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, but without further ado, here's this week's show. We'll tell you about what's coming up next week as well during that, so check it out and enjoy. Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom shakalaka. Man, so what's going on? What do you mean? What's going on? How's life? It's good. It's good. About to about to take a week off a of vacation. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. So are you? I well, kind of. It's kind of a vacation. It's like a work vacation, yeah. but for fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for it, man. So yeah, we're um, getting ready for. I'm going to be in Charleston, as we mentioned on Shot Callers this week for the Classic. Yes. Covering some college hoops. Yes. On my first travel trip. I'm excited. So, And then Sean is going to be kind of relaxing for a week as well. So we are going to be, for next week, This, I guess this is a good time to do some housekeeping. Yeah. Um, let you know what's coming up with next week's show. Since we're taking Thanksgiving off, we will still have shows up for you that we recorded. Um, but they're not going to be regular news things. Like Ben said, if there is something crazy that happens, we'll, make a vi- we'll put some video up on the Instagrams for you. At 48 Minutes Network. Um, starting with Monday. Monday. Shot Callers will have The List. The, the top, List. Everyone's top 10 Chicago Bulls of all time. Okay. Oof. It was interesting. Was it? Yeah. Am I going to agree with it? No. No. No, not one bit. Okay. Yeah. Wednesday, Sean and I will give you our latest episode of Hoop Cinema. Finally. That we've only been saying we would do monthly for you, and we have not done monthly. I know. I feel bad about it. Yeah. I just, I finally got around to watching Blue Chips, guys. Yes. So We're going to do Blue Chips. N- yeah. Not that I haven't watched Blue Chips before, but I needed a refresher. Yeah. So I got my refresher. And then at large bid on Friday of Thanksgiving week, so on Black Friday, you're going to get the first ever full 40 Minutes Basketball Network big board. Big board. Ooh. Getting you ready. Doing some prospect talking. I like it. Yes. I like so, it. That's what we're to look forward to next week. But hey, you still got us this week. And there's not large bid later this week. But Sean and I, we came to town today to do our job of talking NBA basketball. And we're going to start with the Charlotte Hornets, people. The Charlotte Hornets, as you know, one of Tim's favorite teams because he likes the colors. <laughs> Just like that girl who picks the NCAA tournament. Like, there's no way a bird could beat up a wildcat. So I'm taking the wildcat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my Hornets. Um, as we know, I'm a sucker for '90s nostalgia, so the Charlotte Hornets epitomize '90s nostalgia. To an you extent. are literally the biggest sucker for '90s nostalgia, more than anyone I know. Yeah, and that's counting you. So that's yeah, crazy. yeah. <laughs> so the Hornets are six and seven. Yeah, they've played really well. Better than expected. Much better than expected. We thought they were going to be dog trash. Yeah, we literally said they had the first pick in the draft. Yeah. We said that they'd be competing for Cole Anthony. 
Um, still might be. Yeah, you know, it's it's early. Small sample size. It's early, but they've been fun, though. Yes, they've been a blast. They've been a lot more fun than we would ever expect a team like the Charlotte Hornets to be. And it's not because of people you would typically think. Right. So it's it's a lot of... They got a kind of a weird-ass deep roster right now. <laughs> yeah, it's... Literally, I think Ricky O'Donnell called it the college basketball all-stars. That's literally what it is. It is. So, Devontae Graham from Kansas, who has literally been in the league about three year, three or four years less than Terry Rozier, is a year younger than him. Yeah. Um, Malik Monk, obviously, was a big-time college basketball player at Kentucky. Big time. P.J. Washington had two really, really solid years at Kentucky. He did. Uh, Miles Bridges from Michigan State, who also had two big years. And their center is Cody Zeller, who is what? But playing well, actually. Yeah, really well. Yeah. He's like dunking on people. I think he might be on my fantasy team. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. It's also weird that you don't know who's on your fantasy team. It's we because got our first wins this he, week. Here's here's the reason why I don't know who's on my fantasy team. My whole team is hurt. <laughs> That's so true. I have to put everybody on the injured list. Like I have my four best players are hurt right now. My four best ones. Yes. So I, I'm scrounging. I'm scrounging. I'm digging deep. But my deepest one that I got, I think in week one, I had to give up a player. There was a player that was just not performing. I don't remember who it was. <laughs> but this Graham guy. Devontae Graham. Devontae Graham. Jesus Christ. Big fan. Where did he come from? Kansas. Came from Kansas. Now, how many years? Is this his rookie year? This is his second year in the league. Second year, okay. He was a second-round draft pick. And um, I actually, forgive me, I'm not familiar with his work. That's okay. You know, that's okay. That's so I'm here for I'm, I'm, but I'm I'm happy for him. He's uh, he's really played well. I I would say he's played. He's played better than Terry Rozier has, but considerably better than Terry Rozier for, for a lot less money. For a lot less money, yes. And he's putting on a show. Malik Monk got his first game-winning shot, like you said the other day. Yeah, so that he's was, played really well. And so did so did Graham. They both yeah. got their they got game-winning shots. I think they were back to back. Yeah, I think Malik's was against the Knicks. I think it was in the Garden. Yeah, pretty so, cool place to do it. Pretty cool place. You always wanna you always gonna skunk the Knicks. Yes. At Madison Square Garden. So. Just keep kicking the Knicks while they're down. Exactly. And then when they're in the hole, just take your shovel and put dirt on the sh- on that shovel. And then when you beat them again, you just start pouring that dirt that's on your shovel. That's right. Yeah. That's what you do to the Knicks. And that's what the Hornets are doing right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much this lasts, but honestly, because there is still the um, Bismack Biombos and the Michael Kidd Gilchrists and the Marvin Williams of the world. But I really like that James Borrego is – going to the deep extent of just kind of making sure that uh, the Hornets are getting a lot more play from their young guys. The guys are going to build off in their future. A lot of these contracts should be going off the books in the next few years, but I uh, overall, I think it's been fun. I don't know how long it lasts, but I will take it. I will too. You know why? Because Charlotte needs some good vibes. Yes, they do. Like this isn't like, this is a team that's been so crappy and, and, they literally were up against a wall with Kimball Walker this year. It's like he's a – I mean, what a terrible situation to be in when you have the worst set of rosters in the NBA. Like, I mean, sorry, salary in the NBA. And you have the greatest player in Charlotte Hornets history in Kimball Walker. And he's not – I mean, he's probably at the end of his prime. Yeah. Probably at the end of his prime of his career. And it's like, do you give him a gigantic – Supermax contract? And the answer was no. 
you don't. And I and I completely agree with that because it would have crippled them. But man, being able to replace him with two other guys, I'm 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 okay with it. Yeah. Malik Munt's actually getting some some playing time. Dwayne Bacon's been good for them. Dwayne Bacon has been great too. Another second round steal for them. Yes, and then and then you got Zeller now. Like we said before, the PJ's been awesome. PJ's been great, and he's on a rookie deal. So you got some some the best the best players on this team right now are ones with the with the smaller contracts. Yeah. So which is good, which gives you flexibility. Really, they've got Cody and Caleb Martin, the Martin twins. They literally are twin brothers. They're on the team. Have you not, seen that? No. Have, have you seen that gif of them? No. Where they both like sit down on the bench at the same exact time, and literally they they are identical. They look exactly alike. Yeah, it's so funny. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, I think this is a year. I mean, I I don't know you know what the ceiling is for this team at this point, but I like the way they're playing. I'm sure the 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 fans of Charlotte are happy that they're getting you know a team that's you know at the 500 mark right now. Yeah. It's not you know we're at the the end of mid to in November here. So, uh, you know, I, are they going to make the playoffs? Probably not. I think they could compete for the eight seed. They could. That's what I'm saying. Oh, and you know, I, I don't know. I just, uh, I'm excited to see where it's going to go from here. Me too. And, uh, you know, who knows, who knows, man, maybe next year they'll be playing on Christmas. (laughs) I'm I'm not. (laughs) If Michael Jordan probably donates some funds to... Donate some funds Adam and also Silver. comes out of retirement for a game. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I did remember it was a Kemba Walker said that they would still play one-on-one in, like, practice. And yeah. Jordan would still win. Really? Yeah. That's kind of sad. Yeah. Also, it's probably because he, like, wouldn't... Would probably cut you if you beat him. Yeah, you know you don't want to you don't want to beat the boss of the sport. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You want to you want to let him win. Yeah, but yeah, okay. So that's a good Hornets talk. I'm excited about the team. Um, we got some classic the classic unis coming back soon. Vancouver on Saturday. Ooh, the Memphis like, Grizzlies wearing the Vancouver Grizzlies. Love jersey. it. Love those old jerseys. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that. Are you as excited about those as you are the city jerseys for the Denver Nuggets? Those are sweet. They have some pretty cool new jerseys. Yeah. You um, know who does not? The Magic. Oh my gosh! What is that? They look like they're made out of leather. They're so bad. They're so. What's oral? Yeah. <laughs> and they're pink just, lettering. Just, just, just give us the old pinstripes. We don't want anything else. We don't want anything. Bring back the old logo. Get these trashy outfits off of these players. What's the one that they have too? Where it's like it's the blue jersey and it has like the like old black pinstripe like kind of like pushing out of it. It's like just go all the way. Just, yeah, you just, <laughs> way to think outside of the box, but lean right up against it. Yeah. So. Really appreciate you on that one. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, talking about the magic, our next topic, um, I want to talk about Markel Fultz, because we're finally see him seeing him consistently play NBA basketball. Isn't and that great? It's awesome. There's no, like, mysteries why he's not playing or anything. Like, he's actually, like, like in flesh and blood, out there on the court competing. Had yeah. a game-winning dunk the other night, I believe. Yeah, he did. He had, like, a spin move on it, too. So the shooting's still pretty rough as far as from three, but... Well, that's what happens when you rebuild your shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, really, the athleticism is on full full swing. Um, I, I really, really love that. You know, he's doing a really good job of kind of facilitating. He's playing really good defense, 
And since he's been in the starting lineup, I think the Magic were two and six. Now they're six and seven. So wow, yeah. So Markel and DJ Augustine is weirdly working. DJ Augustine, man, <laughs> that guy just won't go away, Willie. No, <laughs> I mean like you're like yeah, he played for the Bulls, and you're like that was six years ago. I, see, I totally forgot about the Bulls season. Yeah, I was thinking about like weird Bulls the other day. Like, you know, because we, we talk about this all the time, like, you know, famous players and dumb jerseys. And, like, one of the weirdest ones I think everyone forgets is freaking Rip Hamilton in the, as the Chicago yeah. Bulls, man. Like, that that was such a weird time. And, like, everyone was like, this guy's the missing piece. <laughs> and then they asked Carlos Boozer. They're like, Carlos, what'd you think? He goes, he fits like a glove. <laughs> and, yeah. And, I mean, like, it didn't last or anything. But it was like, it was like, we got him, like, at the tail end of his career. Yeah, and he was still wearing the face mask. Like, he didn't have to anymore. He didn't have to, yeah, but it said it affected his shot, man. He was just too used to it. It was just, uh, you know, I think it would have stripped his confidence. The only thing I hated the most about that was Isaiah Thomas made that point about the Detroit Bad Boys. He's like, the Bulls copied us in 96, Rodman, Sally, and then then, uh, later on the Bulls were like, yeah, we have Ben Wallace and Rip Hamilton. It's like, motherfucker. Yeah, but the... the, uh, the Detroit Pistons were the world champion Detroit Pistons of the 2000s weren't bad boy Pistons though. No. They were not bad boy Pistons. I don't care how you want to frame that. They weren't bad boys. They did the most wonderful thing in the world. They beat they beat Kobe for the finals. They did. Yeah. 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 But we're talking about Markel Fultz here. Sorry. We get off, sometimes we get a little off track. <laughs> and the Orlando Magic are now like I said they're 6 and 7. Um, Aaron Gordon has not been very good this year. Big surprise there. Yeah. Big surprise. Yeah, really glad I traded up in my fantasy draft just so I could get that bum. <laughs> God. Now, come on, Tim. Is he really a bum? Um, He's got bum ability. <laughs> I mean, granted, against Philly the other night, he did have 18 and 13. But. Aaron Gordon, hashtag bum ability. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's just, let's just call it what it is. It's uh, and that's something. Yeah. So, where do you think Markel Fultz's ceiling is this season with the way he's played so well over the last few games? Dunk contest. Dunk contest. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it, but I don't know, man, because I think the shooting's gonna get better because it, it just can't be this bad all year. No, I mean, I mean he can't well, shoot twenty two percent from three all year. He's gotta he's gotta get some confidence. Yeah, and like you can see that the swagger is coming back. I mean, he's you know the worst case scenario, he's probably a serviceable NBA player, right? I I would say so. Yeah, um, but I I think that you know he's in the right place for him. I think Steve Clifford knows how to use him. Yeah, something Philly was kind of just like we'll start you and bring Redick off the bench, and then uh you'll play like twelve minutes and yeah, that was all. That was just a bad situation. Yeah, and then like the. Shoulder, blade, neck, arm, knee. Shot, rebuild. Yeah. All that. Yeah. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Yeah, everything was weird there. The report comes out that his mom is, like, at his house too much, and she's, like, buying security, like, footage for his house to make sure no one's there that shouldn't be, and it's like... Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on there. Stuff we probably will never know. No. That's okay. Stuff that we, as suburban dudes who don't make a ton of money, will never understand. No. No. Yeah. No, you know. So, but overall, I think, um, I say overall, I'm realizing lately, but I think that 
he's going to continue to get better. I still think the Magic are, you know, going to be a playoff team um, because the Eastern Conference is atrocious. And I think they're better than the Hawks. You know, I think they're better than the Hornets. I'm going to go ahead and still say that I don't think that Orlando is going to make the playoffs. I know. I'm standing by it, man. I know. I we mean, should, we should have made a wager. I mean, it. I mean, Markel Fultz is going to get hurt. <laughs> like, I so, love your, I love your optimism. I have no optimism for him. He's, he's a freaking mystery. <laughs> like, there's nothing. Like, like something's going to end up happening. I, I just want to go ahead and clarify this. I do not want anything to happen to Markel Fultz. I'm just saying, I don't know. He's, he's got some weird history. I just don't see him. He hasn't went through an entire NBA season yet as a healthy NBA star player okay let's go through that draft go ahead. talk about who's been healthy their whole 10 their the whole two years let's talk about it shall we go ahead Lori marketing yeah no he hasn't lonzo ball they're all bums <laughs> they're all bums Deer and fox yeah markel fultz yeah malik monk's kind of been healthy he just hasn't played a lot all right Deer and fox is a great basketball player but he's hurt <laughs> yeah jonathan isaac jonathan isaac yeah on the same team right now yeah so like jason tatum's been like it yeah, that's really it. He's been the sturdiest of all of them. Having a good year. Yeah. Having a good year. Minus that one for 18 game. Well, you know, sometimes How that awesome happens. was it the way they lost their win streak yesterday? Oh, my god, It was so great. That was the most disheartening way. Slash incredible. There's a player that's standing on the Boston sidelines who has his mouth completely wide open, and he's smiling, and his eyes get huge. Because he thinks that ball's going to roll in, and it rolls to the front of the rim. And you should just, like, his face just completely changes. And, and I love every moment. Yeah, of it. I mean, it was, like, the most, it was it was so, it was so full of emotion. It was like, we're going to lose. <laughs> like, I mean, there was just, it was really funny. But, um, yeah, yeah, so Markel Fultz. Who would you take right now? Markel Fultz or Kobe White? I think I'd take Kobe White. I would take Kobe White. I think Kobe White's got a higher ceiling than Markel Fultz, honestly. Yeah. I think Markel's a better athlete, but I, I I like the guy that can shoot threes. He might be a better athlete, but I don't know if I think I think Kobe White might be able to beat him in a speed test. Yeah. Like I mean I think it's close though. Like, it's, Markel's it's, pretty damn fast. He is, he is, but I, I don't know, man. Like Kobe is just he's just fast and he's such a good shooter. I know. I mean he sucked in the summer league. He sucked so much. But I mean, just you know, it's shooting, it's shooting. I mean, he wasn't awful in the summer league, but I mean, he, he shot pretty bad from three. He he shot terrible from three. Yeah. So so you know, it's good to see him, you know, be able to you know get out there and stick it to some guys. But you know, he's a work in progress. Yeah, and I think the thing about him, which I guess can go and lead to our next topic, because I know we're going to talk about the terribleness of this Jim Boylan, um, is the fact that it's like he is kind of a rhythm shooter. Um, very much catch and shoot. Not Absolutely. A, not, not a pull-up guy. Yeah. Um, Daniel Gafford's playing. Wow. I forgot Luke Cornett's out for like 10 days. Maybe yeah. out for like 82 days. Who is? Luke Cornett. Yeah, he's got that um, nose. Yeah. Nose surgery. Can he be out 82 days and we can just let Daniel Gafford play? Mm, don't you Don't you want to see Cornett out there though? No? Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I want to see people with ceilings that are like worth watching. So there's just no ceiling with Luke Cornett. He's a bum. He shouldn't even be playing. I'm not saying that, but I don't think there's much more they're going to get out of him than that one Knicks game when he blew up against the Bulls. Well, you know. So, but Kobe White, I think, you know, like we said, the streakiness is obviously going to happen. I think what people seem to think is that he is going to come in right away and just be bang, 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 really good. 
make things happen. But, you know, he's a sixth man. He's coming off the bench. He's kind of being used in that microwave role of just like the, the fast-paced, quick offense. Uh, the ball handling skills are there. And when he is hitting his shot like he was in that Knicks game when he hit seven threes in a quarter, it is so fun to watch. But then there's this like mid-range shots like he just had against the Bucks, where he's got a really tall person in front of him and he tries to shoot over their hand and it's not as good. I feel like his release is almost different when he does that too. Yeah, it is. So he like kind of like changes his release a little bit when he when he's going up against a, a taller. Now I mean I know every player's got a different release if they're, you know, being right. They got a guy in their face, but I don't know. I just Except for like Curry. Well, the thing about the thing about Kobe White, he's he's really more of a two. Yeah, he is. We've said this. I don't I mean right Marco now. Marco Fultz is more of a two. Yeah. And at the at the you know at the moment right now he's playing he's playing the the one but for the majority of of the time that he's been good like in his good minutes he's been playing the two. Would you say he's the one on the second unit? Because I would think Chris Dunn would be the way they kind of use. I know Kobe brings the ball down, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I I don't think I don't think Chris Dunn is well. I don't know. I don't know. They're both they're both kind of shorter combo guards. Yeah, ex- be honest with you. Except for like Kobe can play offense. That's right. Well, I actually do like Chris Dunn in this role. Do you? Yeah, I think he's been fine. I think off the bench he's been fine. Yeah, I mean he's been better. I think he's been better than he was last year. But oh, without a doubt. But at the same time, uh, you know, going back to what we we're saying, this team is trash. Yeah, I was about to say. Like my point is, Jim Boylan's the coach. Jim Boylan is the coach, and he's terrible. Yeah, John Paxson is still running this organization. I have Gar Foreman is still. A big, he's pretending like he's doing something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, freaking Bert and Ernie need to get out of there, though. Yes. This is this is we're at a we're at a point with the Chicago Bulls, um, especially me with a fa- as a fan. Uh, you know, it's late November and I'm already checking out. Yeah, me too. I'm already checking out, and we're a month in, and that's we're not even a month in, and that's sad. That is really sad because, um, you know. There was so much optimism going into this season, and I don't really know why. I don't know if everybody just talked themselves into optimism this year. But it's like, this is the same flipping team that came in here last season. Okay, except they got Thaddeus Young. Who I like. And they added Kobe White. You know, and they got Otto Porter for a full season. Sure, but it's the same team. It's the same coach. It's the same... It's the same front office. This is the guy... That literally put a time clock in the Bulls practice facility, like a, a punch clock. I know. For you too. <laughs> He's trying to do that like <sighs> Okay, so basically the reason he has a job is case in point that he does whatever the hell John Paxson wants him to do. He is a puppet. Yes. He's a puppet. He's a company puppet, just like any other coach has been, except for Tom Thibodeau, who was not. And Phil. And Phil. Well, Phil was, you know. Yeah. I mean, John Paxson was Phil's assistant, so yeah, so a little different, a little different situation with that. But I don't know, I I don't know how this team gets better at this point. Spoiler: they don't <laughs> at all. They're just always going to be trash. It's going to come down to can you find someone to take Otto Porter because you're done. I mean, there's there's no way the Bulls make this significant run when you see what they're putting out there. No, I mean, there's no like. Eight game win streak. To I get don't them think back in the race for the eight seed. The way they lost to a Brooklyn team that had no DeAndre Jordan, no Karis Levert, no Kyrie Irving, and obviously no Kevin Durant. Yeah, was atrocious. Yeah, 
the fact that they needed their rookie guard off the bench to just go nuts to beat the Knicks on the, on the other night. And then what was it? The Bucks game. They were up big. Yeah. And they freaking choked. They've had it. A, they've had a few games where they've had have decent leads that they've they've squandered. And uh, this is the kind of stuff. This kind of reminds me a little bit of, you know. And I, I will say this: it, this guy honestly was a better coach than what they. It, this reminds me of the Vinny Del Negro se- like seasons. I mean, he was like a 500 coach. I literally think he was literally at 500 when he left the Bulls. Um, but um, this was a this was a team that, you know, they gave they gave him some weird parts, mm-hmm. and they haven't been able to do anything with it. Like, I don't know what John Paxson is building with this squad. I don't think John Paxson knows what John Paxson's building with this squad. Like, I just, I, I don't understand it. And I don't think we're ever going to understand it. And I think we're just going to need to wait till, you know, Jerry Reinsdorf is no longer the, the owner of this team. Cause I don't know what, you know, influence he has on this. Um, but it's like, I just don't think the people that are running this organization care about this organization. It'd be one thing if it's like the Hornets where it's like, you know, they're probably not going to make this big run, but they're fun and they're young and their young guys are blossoming. Where here it's like Laurie Markkinen's the same player he was last year, maybe worse right now because of his like I would say he, he's he's lost a step, man. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and say it. he has lost a step. Yeah, and really, I mean, Wendell Carter's worth watching because he's been awesome. Wendell Carter's been great. Yeah. It's like you got a few you got a few good eggs and then you got a ton of weird parts. So, you know, Kobe White, you know, like I there was a tweet that I saw that came up the other day and it was keep Kobe White and Wendell Carter Jr. and trade everything else. <laughs> and I'm in that camp at this point. Like, I don't I am not enamored at all by Zach Levine. Nope. You know, he used to be one of my favorite players and I'm like like I, like I thought he was a really good fit with the Timberwolves and I still think he would actually be a good fit on the Timberwolves to be completely honest with you. But on this team? No. No, like, he does he doesn't need to be the guy. Yeah. Send Sacramento. They wanted him. They put the offer sheet out. He'll end up over there some at some point. Yeah, the Bulls matched it. Yeah. So, I guarantee you there's going to be a big shakeup this season. Um I'm not sure Boylan makes it to the All-Star break. Uh, I think he will only because it's in Chicago. You think that he'll make it just to save face for the... Mm-hmm. Okay. Much like when the Reds tried to get Johnny Cueto in the All-Star game because they they wouldn't trade him. Yeah. Because they thought he was going to be in the All-Star game in Cincinnati. He didn't make it. Oh. Yeah, it looked good. Oh. Well, I mean, you got to think about that, though. Is that going to be, you know, either way, Boylan's gone after the season if they continue to play the way they're playing. I just, I don't see them digging themselves out of this hole at this point. I don't either. Um, You know, and maybe that's fine. Maybe that's like, okay, so this didn't work out. We're going to be in the lottery again because this is a very guard-heavy draft coming up. And when you lose Zach Levine, guess what? Yeah, you got another guard. I know. You need a guard. You need a guard. I know, but... When they pick seventh next year again, and they can get Tyrese Maxey to go with Kobe White. Like, I'm okay. I'm okay with them keeping Sadoransky, to be honest with you. I am, too. I'm like, okay I'm, with them like, keeping Thad Young. But I think that Zach Levine is overpaid. I think Laurie Markkinen. Which is funny because his contract's relatively cheap, and he's still overpaid. I agree. He's still overpaid. Yeah, because he doesn't pay any defense at all. He plays nothing. 
And that's so, the funniest thing because he's like, I'm so tired of people talking shit about my defense. And it's like, we'll play defense. Well, then play some freaking defense, yeah. dude. Come like, on, Carmelo. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's like you can't just go out there. But anytime like he scores like 30 points and they win a game, it's like he's like, oh, yeah, I've been working on my game all summer. And it's like, okay, dude, we saw you in the sand trap with your dad trying to run with a rubber band attached to you. Great. Okay, it's not helping your defense at all. Yeah. Okay. Like you're in killer shape, dude. Props. You are in killer shape, exactly. But it's like you're you're never gonna. I don't think he's ever going to blossom into the star that they thought they had, which is totally in the end going to make the entire Jimmy Butler trade a wash, <laughs> a complete wash. And Laurie Markinen, I'll be honest with you, there are some teams I think that would be very interested in him at this moment. Still, I'm not there yet, but I do want to see him play much better. And right now, Daniel Gafford looks good in his one game he's got in the play. Just stop stop getting excited about little moments. I mean, it's about the, it's Sean, about the full picture, Sean, Tim. I know. We're going to play Luke Cornett when he's healthy again over Daniel Gafford. Yeah, but, you know, I just think I just think this team just needs a complete rebuild. And I think Paxson needs to stop. He needs to step down. On the Jersey power rankings, I think right now Kobe White's probably number one on the Bulls. Yeah. You think so? Who else would it be? I don't know. I mean, we just bitched about Zach Levine and Laurie Markkinen. I mean, is it I, Wendell? Wendell's great, man. Like, I like I like what Wendell's doing, but I mean, uh, you know, he Wendell doesn't bring the pizzazz, but he's he's grittier. He's you know, he's a good rebounder. He's a good shot blocker. Um, you know, he's he takes smart shots. I don't know. I just think I think that the the Bulls just need a complete rebuild. Though. Okay, so Wendell and then Kobe. If we're doing the per team jersey power rankings of who you would want to own, I would say is fair. Yeah, Wendell then Kobe. Yeah. Okay, that's it. I want to do that pod someday. We just go through and just jerseys talk. you'd like to own. Yeah, jerseys yeah. like just go through every team because some teams are a lot harder than others. You know, like obviously like the Lakers. It's like LeBron or AD. You know, it's like sure Caruso, which is for some reason people buy. Well, man, Caruso is the man, though. He is the man. He's like the he's like the human cigar, you know. <laughs> Except you, for they, like he plays he actually like, he actually does play though. He's not Scalabrini. Yeah, like he actually does play. Like and people genuinely like really. Lo- I know he's like a cult hero. I mean, like he's not quite like he's not like Kurt Rambis, where he's you know like grit and grind. Like he's just like an awesome dunker who. I mean, he can shoot. I mean, he's he's just one of those fun guys you can put in for a few minutes and just, you know, be like, wow, I like this guy. Um, let's also just make mention the let's fact that, mention. like, Alex Caruso has current day Kurt Rambis hair. Not he, not the 80s, like right now. He has current Kurt, Kurt Rambis yeah. hair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> I do like him, though. You think you think he might get an invite to the dunk contest? I hope so. God, I think that would I be so awesome. I think the fact that the name on the front of his jersey is going to play a part in that. The fact that they're playing well, he's yeah. a Laker. Yeah, I think they'll definitely play. A I part. think he's. I think he's the right candidate for a for a, a contest too. He's not a. He's got a Tom Chambers. He's, he's on. He's on a winning team, but he's 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 got some like special abilities that he could use in some of these contests. And I, you know, kind of like the Steve Kerr days. You know, it's like you yeah, know, like Steve Kerr wasn't getting all the, you know all the love back in 96 but by god he was in a three-point contest yeah i felt like like every year there for a stretch yeah yeah so yeah i don't know man i um whew. my dunk contest right now even though we just bitched about him out the two of them i'd still say levine and gordon just because i want to see it one more time as long as we don't get some stupid like droid drops the ball dunk that i'm i'm out on that man i'm i don't i don't need a 
Levine Gordon three. I wish Zion was healthy because obvious obvious reasons for the dunk that, contest. That, that is one of the most disappointing aspects of the season so far. The fact that we have not gotten to see Zion play more. Ooh, I remember what I want to talk to you about. Oh. Okay, I'm what? Gonna, we're gonna we're gonna go back in time here for a second. We're okay. gonna get our DeLorean. How far back are we going in this DeLorean? Just 2016. Not uh, not November 1955. No. Okay. What would you say in if in November 2016 I said Sean, three of the worst records in basketball are the Golden State Warriors, the Oklahoma City Thunder, and the Cleveland Cavaliers? I'd believe you, because the NBA is a heavily evolving league. But you wouldn't. Be honest. There's nothing. There's nothing that shocks me about the NBA anymore. In 16, Tim. you were the exact. You were the in one 17. person who was like Kevin Durant's not leaving. LeBron's not going to LA. That was you. Well, you know, is that why you wanted to bring this up? No, but I'm saying like, is this a, is this a you were wrong moment, Sean? <laughs> I just want to rub your nose in. I don't even remember saying those things. I do. I was in the moment. <laughs> I'm just saying that I think you know I Orlando's agree. not making the playoffs. <laughs> We should have made a bet. <laughs> we should have for sure made a bet. All right, whatever. Yeah. All right, I think we can actually go ahead and wrap this because it was a slow news week. Um, just kind of got everything out and got to bitch about the Bulls for a minute. So, like we said, uh, next week, be on the lookout for Blue Chips, um, our Hoops Cinema 48-minute show hosted by none other than Sean Mackey. Yeah. This is going to be a fun one. Yes. I'm excited for it. I love this movie so much. It's a great movie. It's 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 not just a good basketball movie. It's a good movie. Yes. It's not Space Jam. <laughs> Let it go. All right, Tim. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, be sure to give us this nice, solid five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at 48 Minutes Network, N-T-W-R-K. That's network without the vowels. And everyone, have a good night.